Hello everyone, welcome back to The Dig. And today I wanna deconstruct this idea of hell. If I were to tell you, I think you're going to hell or you are going to hell, what, what are some things that come to your mind? If I was to tell you the first words that come to mind when someone says hell, I would say anxiety, um, dark, negative, scary. I mean, the concept of eternity as a whole is pretty scary to think about. When I was a kid, I used to say that I didn't even, when I died, I didn't even want to go to heaven. I just wanted to disappear because eternity is a pain to grasp the day after another day. It's, an, it's unfathomable, really. And so you say eternity, but then you throw in eternity and punishment for something you did do or something you didn't do. That's a pretty dark concept. It's a pretty heavy concept. That I feel like a concept that deep and that heavy should be reevaluated every couple years because that's pretty that's pretty much a life changer. The first time I thought about hell was when I was about 13 a girl in the teen ministry of our church told me I was going to hell because I hadn't been baptized yet and I was like oh deep fear terror has entered my body <laughs> and I don't know but I just said okay and I believed it and so fast forward about a year later, I'm studying the Bible and in the Bible studies, we did this thing where you basically define what sin is, which is missing the mark of God's righteousness and talk about how it separates, like God and sin can't coexist. And that is why you like, that is why there's evil in this world and that is why in the grand scheme you're deserving of hell to put all the pieces together and so you go home you write a sin list basically after defining like all the logistical I guess is the word I can think of I can only think of right now sins um, of all this so you go home and you write a sin list of all the sins that they've read to you in the Bible that you've done. And you sit there and you feel the heaviness of your sin. And you really adopt this belief that I'm a bad person. I remember crying and thinking, I'm terrible. Why would God love me? I do deserve hell and I think I that was when I finally like connected it and was like yeah I deserve hell 
and knew that if I was going to die that day, I would go to hell. That should never have been a belief I adopted. Uh, that should have never been... That is an awful belief. And the people who were teaching me the Bible like did a great job at painting why that is that that is like why I'm deserving of it but that's a very like one-sided perspective of your life like of course you could go into any area of your life and figure out why like you could prove a, a point if you look at any area of your life could prove why you're the best person on the planet if you point pick out certain events that you did you could pick out why you're the most intelligent or why you should run for president or why you should like it's a perspective and so you go in with this perspective this lens of all the things you've done wrong wickedness and you adopt this belief i'm bad from it but that's just one perspective of you but I took on that perspective in my life I took on that perspective and totally believed in hell and that I was deserving of it so I repented and I got baptized and I committed my life to God and I did all these crazy things and was committed but I also became a perfectionist because I actually never really believed I was still fully safe from hell. I never believed it. I did everything quote unquote right to the standards of what I was taught in the institution I was in, but I never really believed that like I always still feared hell. There was something I was missing that was going to be the reason why God was going to condemn me to eternal damnation. Because that's what hell is. And to be honest, I don't think anyone deserves that. The meanest of the means on this planet, I, I still don't think deserves that. Because that's inhumane, this idea of how that's inhumane. That's the opposite of humanity. And so why do we take this image of God and say he's going to be the one that's going to punish us to this place? It's a pretty dark belief of God. I can see why the, the way it's portrayed in the Bible, that's a thing. But what if it wasn't? I just wonder how much better humanity would be as a whole if there was no belief in hell whatsoever. Because then we wouldn't feel the need to judge everyone's actions all the time. Then we could be able to love and give freely in relationships because we don't have to worry about their outcome of their life and their decisions 
so I'm not constantly subconsciously judging your decisions and determining whether or not in my perspective you think I could think you'll make it to heaven or hell but then we also can expel this idea of being super good and super bad and kind of just accept things as they are which is more of a spectrum than it is a label a definitive label it's pretty dark to think about that concept of hell eternal someone being deserving of eternal damnation like I want everyone sitting there to just feel the weight of that because it's something we throw around or it's something so easily thrown around that we don't actually think about the words that we are saying to people, especially with hell. One of my favorite things I learned in therapy is to constantly talk to yourself like a friend. And it's interesting with the perspective and the limiting belief around hell, how I would always think no one was more deserving of hell than me. But yet, I haven't done anything inherently super wicked or evil. But if I were to look at any person on this planet, I would say, no, I don't think they deserve hell. Whether they were in the institution or not, this is how I've been from the beginning. I don't think anyone's deserving of it because that's a really dark punishment. That's a really eternal, that's an eternal punishment. So I definitely would have said, I don't think anyone's deserving of it. So why don't we look in the mirror and say that same thing to ourselves? Why did I constantly believe I was deserving of it? I mean, that led me to do some pretty dumb stuff. When we adopt this belief we're deserving of hell, we trap our souls. Honestly, I feel like we condemn our souls. We, we ourselves condemn our souls because we push it down and label it as innately evil when really it isn't evil. That's the definition of starting with a low self-esteem. Yeah, you think you deserve hell. That's pretty low of a self-esteem. And the other argument I can think of is, well, I don't think I'm deserving, but God thinks I'm deserving. That's a pretty dark God. We think critically about that. That's a pretty inhumane God. And isn't that supposed to be the same God that's unconditional? Unconditional in their love? So how can a God that's unconditionally, unconditional in his love be so inhumane to damn a soul to eternity of punishment for something they 
did or did not do. And it's interesting because this is where I think of just the linguistics when it comes to words and linguistics. <laughs> and I think about the word to know and instantly what I feel like I'm communicating is like a logos, the like logical to know. But there's difference between to know logos and to know to be true on a soul level. There's definitely a difference. Because a soul level, a soul perspective, or like to know to be true in your spirit goes way beyond the depths of just logic. It's logic and experience and beliefs. It's, it's so much deeper than just logic. And so if you paint the Bible, specifically sins, in a, in a perspective of logos, I logically know they're bad. But I don't know in my soul, in my core, if and why they're bad. So do I really actually know if they're bad? Logos? Like are they actually? When I first started deconstructing, I don't even know if this was a part of deconstructing as much as it was detaching from my religious uh, environment, I decided to have my first kiss. And I decided to do it by meeting this dude off Tinder. Um, and meeting him twice, I think. And like the second time he was at my apartment kissing me. And I remember being one, very overwhelmed because that happened really fast. But two, in that moment, finally knowing at a soul level that that wasn't sin. <laughs> I was like, this was just a human experience. This wasn't sin. Besides all the like flutter, like the, you know, fluttery butterflies or whatever. Um, I don't know why that was labeled wicked. If anything, I left that experience feeling empowered in my femininity, in my essence, and in, in understanding that, like, I, to a level, am kissable. I mean, I didn't really believe I was kissable till a hot minute later, and I had, like, a few more kisses, then I was like, oh, I'm, I know in my soul level, I am kissable. I was logically understood as a female, I was kissable, but I didn't know in my soul believe I was, because I'd never had any reason to believe that I was. And I guess that's why I have a hard time believing, even with quote unquote sins, how do we know on a soul level? that this isn't what God would want us to do. 
I don't know. But I think that that should give you enough space to begin to deconstruct more beliefs you have around hell. Because I guarantee you would not talk to me and tell me you think I'm deserving of it if you actually knew me on a yeah personal level. Maybe a stranger, yeah. Maybe over the internet, yeah. But on a personal relationship level? And if that was the case, how could I come before God fully authentic and pure and me? If, that, if hell was the case, was real, knowing that I'm going for the stuff I've done bad or whatever. At some point, God's going to eternally damn me. I don't think anyone deserves that. I don't think you deserve to hold on to that belief. I think a great way to reconstruct that is to ask yourself, how would my life look different if I didn't hold this belief so heavily to be true what if I gave that belief alone less power and I started putting more power into the belief that God's love is unconditional or if God really loved me he will make it crystal clear and he wants to get me back and is not gonna punish me for what I don't know at my soul level to be true like, why don't we give thoughts or beliefs like that more power than this you deserve eternal damnation? I don't think humanity needs that anymore. Hey, Dig listeners, Deb here. And if you found any of this content helpful, do me a favor and let me know by hitting that like or subscribe button. You can find some more helpful resources on our Instagram page, The Dig with Deb, or you could head over to thedigpodcast.com. Be sure to stick around. We have some more great episodes coming towards you. And as always, dig a bit deeper.